Hello and welcome back to the Sports Podcast in with Matthew Roth. Today we are going to get a a guest question, our second of the year. We are going to talk about the conference championships and what went down, and we are going to talk about how what impact the stoppage of play has on the Michigan basketball team. All right here on the Sports Podcast with Matthew Roth. I hope you like listening. All right, welcome to this podcast. So let's just first start off with each of the NF- the AFC championship because in my question segment, I'm going to get to the NFC championship. So in the AFC championship, a lot of people were surprised at the score. I know I was one of them. I thought Buffalo could pull off the win. Patrick Mahomes played at a high level. Well, not the highest level, but we saw that Chiefs defense play at a, a elite level, which they're not normally an elite defense. And Buffalo, they just weren't inefficient on offense. Really, so when you have that, it starts with a blowout. So Buffalo really, I think Josh Allen does have 88 rushing yards, which for a quarterback, that's amazing. Um, they Buffalo did go out to a nine nothing lead early when I mean plenty of comebacks that the Chiefs have been in. It's not like they're gonna not come back from this game, and they didn't come back from this game. A muff pump by McCall Hardman touchdown there. Other than that, like on offense, they only the Bills only had one touchdown. Only one touchdown for, or two touchdowns, as a matter of fact, for the Bills offensively. Um, but really, only one where they drove down the field and scored. Their other offensive touchdown, one play drive, starting at the three-yard line off of that muffed punt. After that, however, Nicole Hardman sort of got... A bounce back game, I guess. Um, and that ha- was how it worked out. I think one thing the Bills should have done better in that game is they they needed to defend guys more. That score probably would have been 45-24. There was a drop pass by Tyreek Hill. Even but yet Tyreek Hill had nine receptions and 172 yards. So, I'm just going to take this. How, how is this going to go into the Super Bowl? Well, I think my advice for Tampa Bay, you have such a strong inside that should shut down Travis Kelsey. Um, and then, of course, your cornerbacks, they're, they're okay cornerbacks. I think they should be able to slow down a bit Tyreek Hill. And then, of course, your D-line can slow down the Kansas City offense. So there's a way to slow them down. I can't say they're going to minimize, like they're going to stop them, but they can slow them down. So now on to our college basketball. Here we go. All right, so Michigan canceled three games, three big games due to a virus variant found in the Michigan Athletic Department. 
No COVID cases on the team. I do think this is the right decision. However, uh, Michigan uh, was a totally healthy team. Uh, so the games postponed, will it make a big impact? Were the teams, were any of the teams a threat to Michigan? Uh, Indiana, they did come off of an upset win versus Iowa. I think Michigan could handle them. Uh, we did, of course, there was a Penn State game postponed. Michigan could handle Penn State. And then there was a Northwestern game postponed. Michigan could handle Northwestern, but the Michigan State game, that was a big rivalry game. Michigan could still handle them, but that would be a big game regardless. So what does Michigan do from here? Well, your your game is canceled for two weeks. Uh, right back when they start playing again, they're gonna probably have the two, the four, the probably the longest a six game stretch. They have seven games left in their season, so then so what do we? And that's probably gonna be their hardest seven games of the season, as of now. In that they are playing. Probably four ranked teams, maybe even five there. They start, they play Illinois, they play Wisconsin, they play Rutgers, they play Ohio State, they play Indiana, they play Iowa, and they play Michigan State. I think Rutgers, Indiana, and Minnesota, I think one of those teams is going to make their way back into the top 25. If it's anyone, I'm probably going to say Michigan State. So that might be a ranked matchup. But I think Michigan can deal with these teams. We've seen Ohio State being pretty good against Wisconsin, a team who Michigan crushed. But in terms of Michigan's problem, it's not their schedule after. It's can these guys still play at a high level after a two-week break? Well, if you look back to December, remember this is December, but Michigan actually did have a almost a two-week break. It was about 12 days. They did not play, um, not due to COVID, just due to their real schedule and Christmas. Uh, I think they were, they were still practicing in these situations. Of course, like, there's, they are practicing a bit at home and that stuff. And this isn't like, they're not done for sure. There's still time left. So I think Michigan... Their hardest challenge is can these Michigan guys stay in form? So that is going to be our last real segment I'm going to talk about without a guest. So we're going to take it over to questions next, and our question will come from Jeff Roth. I have two questions. The first relates to the NFC championship game, and... That is, uh, what do you think of Matt LaFleur deciding to go for a field goal rather than a touchdown uh, on fourth down late in the game with the Packers down by eight points? The second question uh, relates to uh, Michigan basketball, and that is, uh, um, uh, who do you think is the the star of the the team who's the the clutch player when the team uh, needs a, a a basket 
All right, so that question was from Jeff Roth. So your answer to my first question, uh, your first question, do you think it was a bad idea for Matt LaFleur to tell his team to kick the field goal? Well, what Matt LaFleur said was, is it, he said he felt like it was the right call. But let's just think about it in depth right away. So what happened? Uh, they did start coming back. So let's check out the play-by-play of last drive. And what, what are you really facing? Well, in that game, uh, the running game, are you afraid the running game might go crazy? Uh, 12 carries, 55 yards for Leonard Fournette. So if he was getting a 20-carry game, he would be at 100 yards. That is pretty good. And what – but I think what is the other thing, the thing that would be the right decision, what would make it a right decision? The Packers have a decent defense, a very good defense. They can rush the – on. they can take them back to long downs, and they can rush the quarterback well – and they can defend their outside receivers and some of the inside receivers. In these cases, Tom Brady on his last three drives was coming back, was coming off of an interception on each drive. So really, I could see why it's the right decision for Matt LaFleur. He also had three timeouts. But Leonard Fournette was having such a game, the Packers hadn't stopped him earlier. There's also Ronald Jones in that. So you have a variety of two running backs there that can help you get a first down. And once you get a first down, the game starts, it's over. So I think it was the wrong decision by Matt LaFleur. I think it cost them the game for sure. So, and then your second question was, who do you think is the most clutch for Michigan, and the best player on the Michigan basketball team. Well, I think I don't want to go by who's the most clutch, but let's go by the best. Let's go by in the in each situation, who, who does the best. I think we're going to start with, like, we're going to start with who's, like, the best, who can start off well in games. Well, let's check it. Let's see. Who starts off well in Michigan's basketball games? What do I think? Well, I think that, of course, we saw, I think early, uh, really, it's Isaiah, the two, they're two, I think Isaiah Livers, he's uh, Michigan's guy. He, he is, he's the best overall player on that team. You see, he can rebound the ball very well. He actually had a double-double. On Friday night against Purdue, he can he can shoot the ball very well. We've seen that in the past few games, not the Minnesota game, the pa- in Michigan's past wins, and he can be very destructive on the inside in the paint. Uh, we haven't seen him block that much, but I feel like he's the best overall player for Michigan. Now, I think the best defender for Michigan has to be Hunter Dickinson. Hunter Dickinson is a seven foot two guy for, out of DeMatha High School, and he's been blocking all their shots. He leads the team in blocks and rebounds. And not to mention also Franz Wagner is there, but he, he's pretty good also. Who's the most, most clutch? Well, first, we're going to start off with the probably the best sixth man or the best 
bent guy off the bench. Oh, I'm gonna go Chandy Brown. Chandy Brown, he can shoot the ball. And he's a guy a lot like Isaiah Livers, who can drive in, he can rebound, he can do a lot of the things Isaiah Livers can. Um can do. And then finally, who is our best clutch player? I think we have to go. Who's the most clutch? We have to go with Mike Smith. He can be clutch on assisting and shooting in key moments. Most of his points actually have came from late in the game. So that is actually not it for our podcast. We're going to go to the top 10 next. Here it is. Number 10, let's give it to the Virginia Cavaliers. Virginia is 10-2. Two losses, of course, San Diego or San Francisco and Gonzaga. They've been playing okay in the recent games, and they're on a seven-game win streak. That's pretty good. Uh, now we're going to go with number nine. I give that to Alabama. Alabama's in the SEC, and they're one of those teams, you know, that's going to be lingering around in the top 25 this season. I don't expect them to get any higher than number nine, nor do I get expect them to get any lower than number 20 this season. So Alabama is a good team for number nine. Number eight, I go with Houston. Houston is in the American Conference, and they haven't had great matchups lately. Their losses versus Tulsa, and Tulsa's not the best team you want to lose to. They're number eight. Number seven, Iowa. Really, you move back a bit when you lose one game. Uh, to Indiana by 12 points. I think that's the main reason, but Iowa's going to bounce back. Number six, I think, is, of course, Texas. Uh, Number five, I'm going to go with... I'm going to... Number five, let's go with West Virginia. West Virginia, a few nights ago, they did win uh, in a good game. Uh, Number four is going to be, and Texas also lost. Number four, going to be Michigan. I think number three, Villanova. Number two, Baylor. And number one, Gonzaga. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and please like and subscribe and get this wherever you listen to your podcast. Number 10, let's give it to the Virginia Cavaliers. Virginia is 10-2. Two losses, of course, San Diego, or San Francisco, and Gonzaga. They've been playing okay in the recent games, and they're on a seven-game win streak. That's pretty good. Uh, Now we're going to go with number nine. I give that to Alabama. Alabama's in the SEC, and they're one of those teams, you know, that's going to be lingering around in the top 25 this season. I don't expect them to get any higher than number nine, nor do I get expect them to get any lower than number 20 this season. So Alabama's a good team for number nine. Number eight, I go with Houston. Houston is in the American Conference, and they haven't had great matchups lately. Their losses versus Tulsa, and Tulsa's not the best team you want to lose to. They're number eight. Number seven, Iowa. Really, you move back a bit when you lose one game. Uh, to Indiana by 12 points. I think that's the main reason, but Iowa's going to bounce back. 
Number six, I think, is, of course, Texas. Uh, number five, I'm going to go with... I'm going to... Number five, let's go with West Virginia. West Virginia, a few nights ago, they did win uh, in a good game. Uh, number four is going to be... And Texas also lost. Number four going to be Michigan. I think number three, Villanova, number two, Baylor, and number one, Gonzaga. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and please like and subscribe and get this wherever you listen to your podcast.